Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Uh, welcome to episode 14 of the Inside Out Effect podcast. I'm your host, as usual, Stephen Jakes, and I'm a DTO specialist, a therapist, a neuro reboot technician, and also, I'm going to add it this week, is I'm a music producer of House Music, and I've just uh, released my latest track, Sunset Beats. So go and have a listen to that. Shameless plug, but that's me. And to my left, or to my right, depending on what side of the room you're sitting or which side of the armchair you're in. Um, I have the glittery and the sparkly Jonathan Shaw. <laughs> the glittery and the sparkly. That's a reference to Saturday, isn't it? Because yep. he made me glitter my face, basically, when we went to a rock festival. <laughs> so Jonathan, yeah, I did. Well, I didn't. No, you didn't. No, no, somebody else did, who will remain nameless. Yeah. Uh, but nevertheless, he thought it was very, very fun. So I've got the glittery and the sparkly Jonathan today, yeah. and he is author of the book. Uh, well, he's first of all, he's a, he's a, he's a the creator of the DTO system, uh, and he's also a therapist, and he is cre- uh, an author of the book uh, Decoding Pain, The Emotional Blueprint to Healing Chronic Pain. And so, uh, so hello, Jonathan. Hello, you right? how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. It is a nice day, isn't it? And uh, we're going to go out and enjoy the uh, lovely... Um, seaside town of Leon Sea later, hopefully. Yeah, we are. yeah we're um, going to go down and have a little chill out and relax. Yeah, it'd be really good. Uh, but before we start, um, I just would like to ask you know, any of the, you listeners, really, that if you're listening to this on YouTube, then please like it, share it, subscribe to our podcast. So we're regularly doing podcasts, and you'll by subscribing it and liking it, it does do something to the algorithm uh, on YouTube, and it just means more people get to hear our information that we discuss and impart on healing a whole range of different types of illnesses, ailments, and mental health issues. And also, if you're on Facebook, um, please do the same. Uh, and obviously, you can go to our, our Facebook page, which is the at Inside Out Effect. Yep. And also, the we also have our our website, our website, which is uh, Inside Hyphen Effect.co.uk. That's correct. And so, have you been doing anything like that any recently? You want to add any what? Any any people, clients, what things? No, 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 no. What, what have you done what? to the website? I've done to the website. Um, uh, no, I've added your new photos to the website. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're very excited to announce that Stephen has a new photo on the website. Yeah, I think uh, so... For those of you who've been to the website and seen his photo, you'll know that he did look a little bit like an axe murderer, <laughs> and we really wanted to uh, show him in his true light. Um, uh, he doesn't look like an axe murderer anymore, thankfully. Uh, that was a very, very old so photo. Much, I had so and much stick for that. Yes, well, I had all happened yesterday on my you Facebook page. You look like an axe murderer, so that's. I'm not an axe murderer. No, I know you would. Okay, I get. I've that. never been an axe murderer. Ronald McDonald's not really a clown, but he's still. <laughs> to me, he is. <laughs> to you, he is. All right, fair enough. But but yeah, they call him Ronald Beans, but they've been on the track three times, have they? But oh, I can't believe no, Ronald McDonald's not a clown. That's just like heartbreaking. It's, it's heartbreaking, yeah. isn't it? For anyone so, under the age of ten, uh, just to erase that last comment. Just erase that. Yeah, you didn't hear that. Um, but but no, you did look like an axe murderer. So. That's 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 the problem, mm. um, and uh, so he now looks like a, a happy, relaxed, uh, chilled out guy. So if anyone did see his photo before, and you now see the new photo, you know what we're talking about. It is amazing though when I to look at it. I mean, we had a couple of people here with just side sort of dressing. There's a photo of me on the side from about a year ago, a year and a half ago, on holiday with my son. Yeah, and the woman said, "Is that your dad?" <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, uh, yeah, it looks like your dad. So uh, um, how much? How much this hold the details? Not only does it change your internal state, but actually, it changes the way you look. Changes the ways you look. You actually become younger. Yeah. You become. Um, you, you 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 absolutely. You, you look healthier. Yeah. Your your skin glows. Yeah. Um. You you people do change quite dramatically. Yeah. Uh, over a period of time, but almost instantaneously, sometimes you'll see you'll shift something special, big in them, and their whole face will just change yeah it's like uh, a it's like a holographic thing it makes me wonder what this place is that we live in but anyway don't want to get into that too much because otherwise we'll open up a can of worms but yeah uh, yeah so so anyway so if you are uh, if you are obviously uh, listening please obviously you know uh, reach out to anybody you can with our information and if anyone has any questions or comments and they want to know something specific or they want us to talk about something specific then Go to our Facebook page, leave a comment, a question on the Facebook page, or make a question on the YouTube channel, and we will do our best to answer it uh, in a future podcast. Yes, great. So I know that we've had a lot of people contact us from America, uh, Australia, Malaysia, other people that listen to it. So uh, I know this is starting to get out on a more of a global scale. So it's really, really great because it's the information that we have here is groundbreaking, it's new, and unfortunately, it works. 
yes, that's the problem. Yes. It's not one of the, the, the what we do actually works, and it's not just a coping, managing, sustaining system, and it's not just basically keeping people stuck with a problem where they're having to do something for five years and not really just so they don't get any worse. Yeah. Um, this actually resolves the problem. So anyway, so let's get back. Let's get on with it. Episode fourteen. So Jonathan, how you been? Um, how's your week been? Well, it's been about two weeks again uh, since we've done the last podcast. Yep. So ultimately, the question is: is what you've been up to apart from putting glitter on your face? Uh, no, it's basically I've been putting lots of glitter on my face. No, <laughs> no I've, I've literally been trying to find glitter everywhere I go now. It just yeah. can't get rid of it. Um, what I've been up to? No, I've been I had a, a good good couple of weeks. Been very yep. very busy, super busy. Uh, treated lots of clients. Yep. Um, had uh, one guy come to me, and um, uh, he's come to me because uh, of a, a relationship breakdown, and he's very unhappy. And and I, I, I saw him the other day, and uh, part of it went back to um, uh, his father, who tragically passed away when he was five. And he he he'd never really healed that 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 scenario. You know, it was a tragic scenario, but literally within about ten minutes, the the abandonment that he felt had just vanished from his father. So that when we came back to deal with the relationship, he didn't feel the intenseness about the relationship anymore. So it was literally coming back from the abandonment issue he felt around his father, not so much the the relationship. I mean, yes, he still loved his ex, but it's not love that that's the uh, that that. That caused the, the ties, problem, the ties the, it's not love that's yeah. the negative part it's the abandonment the hurt the betrayal the injustice yeah. so and once we took that out he felt so much better and so much lighter and literally it didn't take very long to resolve that 30 year old abandonment issue from his from his father it, it just goes back as well to what we say and I say this to everybody is that, and this is the problem with a lot of people is they think they know what the problem is Yes, but they don't know what the problem is and uh, because if you knew what the problem is you'd be able to solve it so if you still got the problem then you don't know what the problem is, and but the ultimately as well is that it's it's something that can go back to a, a young age or, or a situation can happen uh, prior to that that actually causes the problem that you're not aware of. That's you know? right. Yeah. Well, the, the problem is people sometimes think they know what the problem is and they try and resolve that, but it never actually works. Yeah. Or they uh, they think they they think they, they they don't really know what the problem is and they don't know how to find it. So or they think that the problem that that they have can't be resolved, yeah. and sometimes the problem they they do know what the problem is and it can be resolved. And sometimes what they think the problem is that can't be resolved is actually something else that can be resolved. Yeah. So there's lots of scenarios that that's probably a bit complicated for people listening. I didn't mean to make can that you complicated. Run, can you run that past me again one more time? Please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think I can. <laughs> um, but, but often there's He's such a He's making it up as he goes along. He's uh, like... <laughs> that's what I've done most of my life, in fact. That's 42 years of my life. Oh, dear. I've made most of it up. Um, yeah. But no, a lot of people, they, they really... And we saw someone give a talk the other night didn't we yeah and this this we went to a, a can we save a, this for a little bit later we would be <laughs> later on yeah yeah but there was this one particular lady on there and she's a singer and she wasn't supposed to be um speaking about anything but for some reason she decided to speak about her depression and she was telling the whole audience that you live with depression you maintain you, you can never it. get rid you of it never get you rid have of to, it. it's all about coping and, and managing and yeah and and the me, both you and is, I. If that's not true, then we wouldn't have got rid of ours and other people. Yeah, both so. you and I just sat there and we threw our heads up in the air, tutted, yeah, looked at tutted, each other, and got like, quite. Yeah, we got triggered. We, by got, it we got we got quite angry about it, and which we're covering today's anger. Yeah. Now our anger didn't last very long. I will say that. Um, well, mine but, didn't. But we got no, mine didn't. <laughs> mine lasted all the way through the trip to Tesco's. <laughs> if I'm really honest, and we'll cover which that is in a second. supermarket. But, um, yeah. but I was just more angry that you know she'd. Um, She'd uh, told an audience something incorrect. Just yeah, that's she what, was that's going what upset me. That's uh, what she upset me. embedded that in the other people who are probably suffering in that audience, and she really had no idea what she's talking about, except for the fact that she was experiencing or had experienced depression. And that's a, a big problem that people, when they experience something, they think they understand it, they think they know about it. Uh, and they think that gives them a, a right to talk about it, but actually, all they really understand is how it feels. Yeah, the symptom. That's not the same thing. So, so having something, whatever it is, with the greatest respect to anyone out there, having something and experiencing it is not the same as understanding it, and it, or knowing what causes it, or knowing it. what causes it, or knowing what can be done about it. Um, that's it. And then what happens is those people end up expressing to other people. And that leaves those other people stuck. Well, funny enough, we had this conversation uh, last week, maybe last week yeah. we were out, and I said to you, "This is what the one thing that really pisses me off." Yeah, there's you know I don't get pissed off about much, is it? But the one thing I get pissed off about is when people, especially on Facebook, uh, telling people what anxiety is and what depression is and how you've got to live with it and how you know what 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 the symptoms are and you know yeah. you got you got to be strong and get out and all these memes that are on Facebook, which is so misleading and it really does annoy me because. If you are in the if you are in the impact of depression or anxiety or any type of trauma or any 
anything really and you read that the problem is that now nails it as a belief yes. and your belief now will then take precedence and you're now not open to actually being aware that anxiety can be switched off depression can be switched off it's not a disease it's a it's a disease but it's not it's not something that's perceived as a disease and that's what really annoys me and then pretty much that's what that woman was doing the lady was doing the other night on that's, the stage and that's, that's right. I think why we both reacted in the way we did yeah, which which leads nicely on to the subject of the podcast. Yes, really, yeah, well, I was just going to talk about the girl that I was working with. Actually, um, she uh, she she was very really similar to you. What? Really really similar. Well, she had a situation with her father. He was a bit oh. of a criminal, and she was kept and he kept out of prison. Yeah, and so um, and so and her mum couldn't deal with it, and so you see, this is she, she used to file her nails all the time. Right, and the house was a mess. And she didn't look after the child. She was just on her own. So she grew up feeling very, very on her own. Mm. She'd get palmed off from one house to another to be looked after. Her mum would just sit there filing her nails, filing her nails, filing her nails. Well, this house was a complete tip and, and it was embarrassing and all the rest of it. And her dad was in and out of prison. So she had a really pretty torrid childhood. Mm. And she had a massive issue about being abandoned. Right. And how her relationship was for the father, how she observed the father's relationship towards the mother actually played out in all of our relationships sort of up until she's now coming to see me in which I've switched a lot of it off but all of that was about abandonment and when we went through and saw all of her issues that she's had with all of her relationships all of her issues have been created by herself because she's attracted the person that's like her dad so you know not the nicest of people etc getting treated badly being subjected to all sorts of stuff and then being abandoned or or then creating abandonment issue and um and it was really funny because I, up until last week, I'd switched a lot of this stuff off and she's gone from, she came come to me, she didn't even know why she was coming to me because oh, I've been told to come and see you, you can sort me out. So I, and I started, you know, I just started where I needed to start and over the last, and she comes and sees me twice a week, but every, but I'm clearing lots and lots of big stuff up. So there's like yeah. relationship, past relationships, there's just not knowing where she's going in her life. She feels stuck in her life. You don't know what's your job to do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But um, anyway, so I did this, I had this really I did a real long session with her and she I cleared something massive up for her so the next day I text her and said oh, how are you are you, how are you doing I've got a message I feel amazing I feel brilliant I'm going to go to the gym I'm going to get my nails done right now she went and had her nails done and the problem is is that because her mother used to sit doing her nails as a child oh right it triggered her it triggered her badly yeah. so she, anyway so she, her nails have got to be done in a certain way mm. right and and the thing that used to so it's just the sound, the sound of the nails. Seeing seeing the nails being filed and the sound of them makes her reminds her of her mum. Oh, right. And, her, and then she just gets really angry and really cross. Yeah. So anyway, I then get a message a little bit later on. Oh, I feel sick. I'm being sick. I feel she's actually physically being sick. She's throwing up and all the rest of it. Yeah. And I said, well, we'll, look, we'll deal with that next time. So when I asked her, I said, well, what, what triggered you? What happened? You're in a really, really good place. When I had your nails done, then you got, then you got really sick and ill. What, what's going on? And once I traced it back, it was literally the trigger of the nails being sounded went all the way back yeah. to her mum being abandoned, being palmed off to families, and the death of her father. So right. all of that stuff from, was from being nails. just from the filing of the nails. Now, that's a great example. And it triggered a whole trauma of her whole life. Great example of a trigger. For those of you who don't really understand what a trigger is, that's a great example of a trigger of how a very simple, small thing, yeah. like just having your nails done, yeah. can trigger a hell of a lot of emotional response, yeah. and we don't realise it's happening. Yeah. It took, we don't know why it's happening, yeah. because we don't think of those sort of things as being triggers. Yeah. Um, well, no, she said, well, I, I'm going to have to stop having my nails done, because I think it's every time I do my nails, it's she blamed the shop, <laughs> she blamed the bloke, she's blamed the way that they've done <laughs> yeah. it. Well, they blame the way they've done it. That's they what they've done yeah, it. Yeah. It was because of that. But actually, when I got, when I got into it, and I think it took me an hour and three quarters to clear it. Right. An hour and three quarters. Yeah, I got, I got rid of the whole lot in an hour and three quarters. Yeah. Everything. That was even all of the stuff of her, the passing of her father, the hate and resentment towards the mother, the whole being abandoned and being palmed off to the families that I ever saw. Oh, it just went on and on and on and on. There was so much around it, but I cleared it, I cleared it all. And then the next day, yeah. she felt unbelievable the messages I got from her the next morning I think right. 10 to 7 in the morning I'm getting messages, messages from her I'm like that's awesome it was great changed it world. was totally and but, totally changed the world but that sort of thing is what triggers people and they don't realise it can yeah. be that small it doesn't have to be a big thing like a massive argument with someone or you know seeing something it's usually small things like that that trigger our past 
It's and a chain. Then, of, it's a chain as, of events, isn't it? That will just your subconscious will link to. It, well, it links the chain of it. It links the memories to the trigger, and the trigger. As soon as you see or feel or hear it, it fires it off. But it's normally something really small. It's very rarely something really big. One of my clients' triggers was hearing the car car door click shut. That was it. As soon as you heard the car door click shut, she felt alone. Yeah, that's completely random. God knows where how her brain anchored that to her. But as soon as you heard that. It, but it, they can also trigger lots of different things and we don't realise that these are these are things that cause a problem the trigger and once you find the trigger then like I've, I've just treated a client recently and having loads and loads of anxiety because of a current situation but actually the current situation is actually triggering the past time she had anxiety and she got thought she'd got rid of it and resolved it but she could never understand why she kept coming back so this recent period this feeling she, the feeling of anxiety kept triggering the past so it was actually the sensation of the anxiety kept triggering the past times when she was anxious. And then she kept going, well, why am I anxious? Why did I get so anxious? And she kept reliving the past again. So I had to switch off all the past memories where the anxiety, where, what, when she had anxiety in the past so that she then understood why she had anxiety. And then we come back to now and then she's not feeling that way about the past anymore. Yeah. Um, so that the, the problem is that you can have sensations in your body that trigger. But... That now thing is a fantastic example of, of how something so small can trigger us. Honestly, it was, it was incredible. I mean, it was just from that. And she went from being on cloud. Changed world yeah, by I doing have, that. I, have, I, have, yeah, I know it's I incredible. have. I know. Just from clearing, having your nails done. Well, it's, the thing insane, is, it's insane when you think about well, it. Well, I haven't cleared the trigger. The, the, I didn't have enough time. So I haven't done the, the cleared the trigger of the nails, but I've cleared all of the past trauma everything it's all right. gone so I'm seeing her tomorrow and I'll, I will that's my number one thing that's we're going to do that's number one thing yeah. I know I've got to do that but but she's she's amazing I think she's going to she's going to do a video for me soon as well oh, so, fantastic. Uh, so I'm really pleased about that and so but yeah and the other thing I thought we, we haven't talked about is uh, we did our Law of Attraction talk uh, oh, on Monday that. we did uh, we did a, diff- a different place to do a venue yes. uh, more people it was absolutely packed again it was yeah, full it was and it was probably actually our best one so I far. Think so. Um, uh, it was. It went really, really well, and uh, we had lots of really great feedback. You've had a number Facebook of people and... call you from that for their own issue. We, we talk about uh, law of yeah. attraction, but actually, I've had a, several people contact me for uh, for help. So, um, yeah. so and as well as teaching them the. To block out, remove the blocks for law of attraction. We've also been able to help them as well. So yeah, because we did on the talk, we do teach a basic version of the DTO system to to, to clear some shame and guilt. Yeah, and we had quite a few people, you know, really respond to that and really get a result from doing that. And I've had someone start doing. Oh, someone's contact me. And she started doing it on herself already, and already noticed a shift. Just doing a little bit on herself. Yes, she's booked in to see me, yeah. but she's already started doing it on herself and realised, oh wow, this actually works. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and and so that that's great because that's why we do it. We want people to get the shift. Um, and and this lady has some big traumas, some massive, massive traumas. These are not simple things to get rid of. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, she's already had a shift just by doing that. Um, so so that was a real success. Yeah, and Jackie and was amazing. Man, Jackie, Jackie, if you do listen, Jackie, um, we're so grateful for these events that you put on and getting us along to them. And you're such a, a wonderful... A wonderful soul, and she does so much she's for the a, whole yeah, well-being. Brilliant, and she's Jackie. brilliant. She's a great yeah. networker as well. So thank yeah. you, Jackie, and we really appreciate uh, what you do for us. And um, and uh, long may it continue. So right, what we're we doing today? Uh, so yeah, we're going to do anger today. Anger. So yes. uh, so episode fourteen. The topic is anger, and so uh, for me, um, I want to discuss anger uh, in this podcast in a bit more detail. So. Uh, the key thing is, first and probably foremost, is why we have it, uh, why we experience it, what triggers it, what damage does anger cause to us physically, and, uh, and, and why we really want to switch it off. And now, from a personal perspective, up until around about two years, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say a bit longer than that, actually, up until about 2014, um, I had severe, I was, I had, my anger was off the scale. I was angry about everything. My, I was angry to the point where it was like my modal, my default setting. And so I can resonate a lot with anger issues. Now, if you knew what I'd been through, you could understand why, because it's just what I'd learned and how to deal and cope and manage with it. So I have a, I have a, I have a, 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 a real shift now because right now, after doing all the work that I've done, it's really difficult for me to get. I don't get angry. I'm like, you know, I might get irate about things, but I just don't get angry anymore. You don't get and, angry like you used to. You oh used to no, get really. Oh, I mean, quite 
you know, aggressively psychotically angry, angry, psychotically yeah, angry yeah, absolutely. Yes. and your photos to match that. Yeah. So, um, but I don't have that anymore. So I think, so, you know, this is a really good podcast for, cause I have a really good understanding of it and I do now, but what the point I'm making is, is that I used to think it was who I was. Yeah, and so we're going to cover uh, in the next um, in the next sort of half an hour or so um, a bit more detail about anger and uh, why why it's there and what happens. So I don't know if you want to uh, probably elaborate a little bit more on it. So one of the things is that people think they need it. Uh, they need it to do things, it's you, and they have it as a form of motivation. So, yep. So, common, so do you want to crack on? And you know, it's a common thing. People think they need anger to uh, say what they need to say, or have their power, or uh, and we kind of sometimes uh, learn anger as a bit of a coping strategy to deal with things. Um, and some people, as you said, think it's their identity. They yep. just think it's part. They're an angry it's person. It's who I am. It's who I am. They view themselves as an angry person. And some people, they they they're so they're either they're angry at the world most of the time. Most people are actually they're expressing their anger towards others, and that's where the big misconception comes in. We're not really angry at other people ever. Um, that's that's very very rare. Um, most of the time, we're just angry at ourselves. So so a bit, a bit maybe you're not quite used to hearing that. But if and you're going to go, no, I'm really angry at the other person. Well, actually, not really. When when we do DTO and you get down to the root of it, you're actually generally angry at yourself. And what's underneath that is more guilt and shame anyway. Yes. It's not so much anger. Well, that's the trigger. So yeah. So a- anger really is not the thing to be switching off. Most people try and switch anger off, and we like don't. Anger do that. management. Anger management. Sustaining and manage your anger. That's right. And <laughs> and, and people try and deal with the anger, but the anger is actually not the issue. You've got to go to the guilt and shame yeah. or the alone response. that's actually underneath the anger. And that's actually one of the bigger responses under the anger, which is the alone response. But we're not aware that that's there. We just project the anger. The anger is just a projection. Uh, it's an emotion that we project onto others or sometimes ourselves. I've heard you've heard me talk about. I used to get angry dropping my keys, and I would get really, really frustrated and angry dropping my keys. And um, and I've switched that off now, uh, and it's sort of laughable. But I wasn't really angry at the keys. I was just. I, I was. I had other emotions going. It was all out myself because the keys weren't really doing anything. Bless them. I was the one dropping them. I mean, they weren't doing anything. But so many people, you see people walk around, and I used to be an angry person, not quite to the extent I wasn't psychotically angry, but you were. But I was. Uh, I, I used to be fairly angry myself, and it was more angry at myself that I wasn't doing this, I wasn't doing that. I, you know, I, I would project it on other people. But I, I, it was more about myself. Yeah, I think it's, I think me for me it was my I can't. So he's the it's in that language. I I can't. I can't. Yes, I right. can't. It's I. Yeah. I can't. I can't control that situation. I can't get what I want. I can't control the outcome. It's not going the way I want. That's right. It's all about I I I. And so yeah. when you know that it's all about I I I, then the anger's ultimately about you yes. so once you know so once I learned that but again we've like uh, it's about really I find I find it's more about uh, it's more about your the emotional response about yourself in the situation because you haven't got the tools or the ability to deal or manage the situation or the or, the, or what's going on yes uh, right. better yeah um, yeah and I you know I had a client recently who suffered with OCD and anxiety and one of the things that triggered when something didn't go her way or something wasn't working, she would get angry. Uh, and we switched all that off in a couple of sessions, just that little piece. And so she doesn't get angry anymore, but it was about her. And they said not be able to cope with it, not be able to yeah. deal with it, not be able to control it. And and that's the thing, it is actually all about ourselves. It's not about what's going on around us. Uh, and what most people do is they just get very angry, but they never actually ask themselves, well, what does this mean about me? Yeah. Or, you know, and that that's the best question to ask. It, when you're feeling a negative emotional response, whatever it is, and we're talking about anger, but whatever it is, Ask yourself what it means to me, what it means to you or about you, uh, because that will help you find the root of it. And often once you understand or you start to understand it's actually about you, that's when you can start to release it and let go of it because you're becoming aware of what you're actually feeling. A lot of people, they become aware of their emotions. They know, they know they're angry. They know they're frightened. But actually, that's the wrong thing to become aware of. You're not actually aware because you're only aware of the emotional response. you're just responding. And you're responding to the emotional response. You're not aware of actually what's underneath it, which is what you really need to do to get rid of it. Mm. Now, some people out there, actually, they think they like being angry. They think they like being angry at the world. And I've actually seen people uh, in certain places where we go, and you can see they're very angry people. 
and they think that the world is doing something to them, something negative, and that's sometimes where my anger came from. I was like, the world's getting me. On oh, well, that was like exactly that. for me because of obviously all the things, the traumas, the pains, the sufferings, and all the blah, 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 as through my life. Yeah, I had my my default setting was to be that I'm unlucky. All this shit keeps happening to me. Yeah. Everyone's out of order. I'm I, I I'm powerless to do anything about it. So the world's a shitty place, yeah. and I'm angry at the world. But when you get into it, and when we actually now worked through it, then it wasn't really the world. Well, the at thing all. is that the, the, the vibration of anger is a very it's not a great vibration at all in the body. Yeah. Um, and although it's not about the anger, the actual vibration of anger is not good. And obviously, when you vibrate in anger, you just end up attracting back angry people uh, in fact I used to I used to date a lovely girl and she's still one of my best friends to this day and when I first met her she was angry um, and she said to me once she said why do I keep attracting people to have a go at me because she kept attracting bosses or friends who kept having a go at her and I said to her well, it's because you're angry inside and, and she was the sort of person who suppressed her anger so there, there are two types of people generally of anger there's the people person who's always expressing which anger is me. everyone and everything which I is expressed, you yeah. and there's more me that does it the other way which used to suppress the anger and that's why I get angry at my keys because I was laying out my keys and um, she was more a suppression person and she was finding people when she moved down here would just have a go at her for no reason because she hadn't done anything in that moment. In the moment that she's talking about, she'd not done anything, but they were getting angry at her. And that's because she was suppressing her anger. And once we switched that off for her, uh, I didn't have detail about that, I was doing something else, but once we changed that, then she stopped attracting it and she doesn't attract that now at all. Yeah. So, um, so she was able to recognise it in her once I you know, expressed it because she asked me the question so I was honest with her we was able to change that and the point is you can you're not you're not meant to be angry so well so, I'm proof of it mate yeah you are total proof of it yeah you are I'm proof. totally proof of it yeah I still get a little bit irate in the car yeah um, I do yeah but that's about as far as it goes yeah it really is about as far as it goes now and um, it's a really nice place to live from you're much more peaceful I, I remember I remember I can actually remember the time when we was on our, when I first started we started working together and it was one of the key things. I knew it was a problem for me. Mm. And I think it was about two or three months into working with you, and I switched off the anger, when we actually switched off one of the big kick things for anger. Yeah. And it felt like someone had scooped a big, a massive scoop of, out of my, out of my I soul. I remember you saying, we was in the coffee shop, weren't you? Yeah. You it scooped out. Of- it's like scooped out like a half of my body, the whole energy. just like, It was amazing. And it was for the first time in my life I can actually ever remember not having angry thoughts, angry feelings, angry response. It was the most weirdest, but yet most amazing. And I've never, and obviously the more that we've got worked on, the less and less and less it's gone off. But the, to, to not have it was just, I can't tell you. It was just amazing. But It feels horrible in the body to be angry. We don't yeah. like it. And, and, and um, you know, if, you're, if you are a very angry person, you know you are. Uh, you may you may be used to it, and it may feel comfortable for you. Um, but there are some people out there, which is where Stephen was. But some people out there like me, you know, I I, I went down a spiritual path, and you know, I learned that being angry doesn't work. So when I would get angry, I beat myself up about it. Oh, I'm not supposed to get angry, and I shouldn't be like this. Yeah. I should be better. So I then had extra beliefs that that made me beat myself, and then I felt guilty and ashamed that I was getting angry. Now we're not saying that anger is not a natural response. It is. So don't misunderstand us. Anger is a natural response under certain situations uh, because, yes, sometimes people do things that make us angry, but you shouldn't carry the anger for years or months or even days. It, it should be gone in a day or two. Uh, me and Steve did get a little bit angry at this thing on, on the other night, and but we let it go the next day. I mean, I was fine the next day. I was just pissed off in the moment. Um, it was funny because all the it, way home I was prodding you and getting you. You just, you just <laughs> prodding me just to tease me to get me angry about it. For some reason, Steve thinks it's funny when I get I, angry. Yeah, um, it was because you you were so funny because you went off on a roll. You was on a roll <laughs> about and you went way. into a full breakdown of the things that annoyed you from these speakers because they were talking you know alleged nonsense yeah. especially the Ayurvedic woman yeah. oh yeah, yeah yeah don't get me started <laughs> um, so yeah so so there's a thing with language people don't listen to what so when people learn something yeah. they don't actually understand what they've learned and listen to what they're saying so there was this lady, she wasn't even one of the um, original speakers, she was like a joke speaker. Wild card. A wild card it? speaker. Yeah. 
and um, she uh, she stood up to talk about Ay- Ayurvedic medicine. Yeah. Now, before anyone writes in, I am not an expert in Ayurvedic. In Ayurvedic I can't even say it. Yeah. Ayurvedic. Ayurvedic medicine, yep. and I'm not an expert in it. But I'm recanting what she said. Uh, so she got up and she said that uh, what she did, and then she said a few years back she discovered this new new Ayurvedic <laughs> medicine and that first threw me because I was like well Ayurvedic medicine's been around before seven, traditional 7,000 years or so, whatever it is it's been before traditional medicine yeah. so it's definitely not new yeah. so she didn't understand what she's talking about from that point of view and the second thing she did made me just like just cringe because she obviously didn't understand what she was saying but she's trying to impart knowledge on people which is when they say a little bit of knowledge is very dangerous yeah. that's basically where this lady was and don't get me wrong we all make mistakes we're all learning when I learn I made mistakes and I do get that um, but what this lady said was she said that Ayurvedic uh, medicine basically trace everything back to the emotions and how we feel about things and so, both me and you didn't we we went oh, oh that's good oh, here we go we've got someone talking got sense going here. but then she said so what we do is we use nutrition <laughs> to heal the body and I'm thinking wait a minute but you've just said it comes from the emotions and now you're trying to use nutrition that's like trying to knock a nail in with a slipper well you surely you have to deal with the emotions because emotions. Yeah. The, the nutrition is I feel is, very carroty today yeah, mate. Exactly, yeah exactly <laughs> and and she said it twice as well in a different way and for some reason she really had it in her head that by using nutrition you can deal with the emotional response and that's bollocks uh, you actually yeah. can't now I'm not saying that nutrition doesn't work and doesn't make you feel healthier what we're saying is if you're having an emotional response to something nutrition a carrot and a portion of chips yeah. ain't going to sort it out no it's not I'm sorry And changing the changing your diet is not going to change the emotional response yeah, this is my issue with and gyms and all the people using like you know I'm not, I haven't got an issue with gyms but people no. going to the gym because they've depressed or they're anxious they need to change a life change yeah. or, or an emotional life change and drinking more water or changing their diet and we talk about this every week but there's a really great example of it's, it's a great of example that. of someone who just did not hear what she said it's completely logical what she said makes no sense and it's completely wrong You're you're not going to do it. Uh, you're, if you want to change the emotional response, you have to go after the emotions. Yeah. That surely is really logical. Uh, I, I don't know why people can't grasp that concept. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't go after an emotional response if you were hungry. No, exactly. That's right. You wouldn't. Uh, no, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, I'm really starving. What should I do? Oh, I'll think about my anger. Yeah. Um, um, you wouldn't I'm going to have a good old cry. Uh, 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 yeah, and then I'll feel better. <laughs> that's a good point. That makes very lot of sense as well, yeah, Steve. That's, that's a good right. analogy. But it is true. We don't do that. But... We are trained, unfortunately, these days that you can't heal emotional responses. So everyone is looking for a way to heal them that doesn't change the emotional response. But it goes back to the inside-out effect. Everyone's looking for something external to sort your internal problems out. And you cannot do that. You've got to sort the inside-out first. The inside-out, yeah, you've got to sort the inside-out first. And then the outside will correct itself. Everything else will just fall into place naturally. You will naturally want to do exercise. You will naturally want to eat well, you will naturally want to go for walks in the sunshine. But while the internal response is still running, you'll be blocked to doing it. You won't do it as often. Well, you'll you sabotage it. And you'll you? sabotage You'll do it sabotage weeks, everything. And then you'll feel like won't doing it. Yeah. A, a guy came and saw me the other day, and you know he's actually a really big, muscly guy. He's about you and me put together twice. And he said, I'm just not excited. I'm not going to the gym. I said, and basically it came down to the fact that he's he, the response he's having about a situation in his life, his response was, I'm weak. So when you actually think you're weak uh, about a scenario in your life, when your micro-belief is I'm weak or I'm not strong enough, now, your the, body then feels weak and it doesn't want to exercise. Yeah, so the belief of, the belief of being weak leads to the behaviour of Leads to the behaviour of being weak. Yeah. So you don't exercise, you don't do this, you don't do yeah. that because you feel yeah. weak emotionally. And this is where all these inspirational talkers or inspirational people or all this inspired stuff goes wrong is because, and these coaches that say you have to push through that. Yes, that's right. You've got push to push through. through that, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, you've got to get motivated. No, you've no. got to switch off what's demotivating you. you. Don't and get motivated, because when you switch off what's demotivating you, then you'll just do it. You won't have to, you you have to get motivated. Yeah. Or you won't necessarily have to do it, because you'll just feel strong anyway. Yeah. A, a lot of the reasons people exercise is they don't feel strong. So they think, I don't know, I'll exercise to feel strong. But feeling strong is actually a feeling. Yeah. It's not actually a... It's not about strength. Yeah. It's actually a feeling. You can get stronger, yes, by exercising, but the feeling of being strong is actually just an emotional response. You can feel strong just generally walking around in the world today. It's an actual emotional response feeling strong. Yeah, a lot of people that I know do it because they're insecure. 
first and foremost the people that yeah, I know right. they're yeah. very insecure they and do. so therefore they have to go and get and the train other themselves thing, up yeah train themselves up and the other thing that does it is they're not really doing it they're just doing it for image they just want to just well that's the insecurity isn't it? That's the insecurity. well that is insecurity but, and yeah, that's, but it's the and image, that, image sadly that's thing. what it, a lot of the world is today is uh, image yeah. and insecurity and yeah. you can see it everywhere people's trying to look good and be good but deep down inside they're absolutely rotten and falling apart uh, basically yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. the problem whereas if they actually change their inside they would feel secure safe yeah. and they would look at one of my clients the other day she didn't like the way she looked so one of her triggers for her anxiety was actually looking down at her thighs uh, not actually looking in the mirror so much a little bit but it was actually her looking down at her thighs going oh, I'm fat and uh, as soon as I switched it off she didn't bother but what she was trying to do was trying to change her look but as soon as she changed that she actually looked prettier as soon as she changed that negative response about herself, her energy changed and she became prettier. She became more attractive because when someone is confident in who they are and they're secure in who they are, that is attractive. Yeah. That's what makes you look good. Yeah. Not... Well, no, the, I think it's more about the... It's because I'm, I'm a very, very, very... I'm going to say very a few more times. I'm a very, very, very strong advocate of like attracts like. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. And yes. I'm, I'm yet really to, in my analysis, to... Uh, and my own personal experience, because when I was really angry and shitty and the sort of person I was, they're the people I had, and now I'm attracting. So, so like attracts like, and so um, when we do switch off of this, switch off this stuff, we will attract better people, better people, and the people, people that, we, people. that we want. But if we're running anxiety, depression, anger, resentment, hate, jealousy, that's then what we attract. That's what we attract. The majority and of the time. I'm pretty much, pretty much, yeah. yeah. And we attract. Uh, I mean, you and me both have started attracting happier people, nicer people, yeah. friendlier people in our lives. Whereas before, I'm not saying we didn't have those people in our lives, but we then encounter people who would do the opposite. Well, no, I had all these people in my lives. In my lives? In your lives? Yeah, I've got... How oh, many damn, lives? Damn, I've got the cat out of the bag. Yes. There's nine of them. Nine, nine lives. <laughs> damn it. Um, yeah, that no, was quick. No, See, so no, he's getting quicker. I'm getting quicker. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're on form today. I am, yeah. Um, uh, no, so I did have these people in my life. Yeah. But because of where I was at, they weren't in my life. Ah, right, yes. You with me? I yeah. knew them. You knew, yeah. I knew of them. I'd yeah. say hello to them. Yeah. But they weren't part of my life. No. They were just somebody that I met and knew through different sports or different events because over the years I've been quite an active little busy bee and I know a lot of people. Yeah. But I knew so many people, but I had really nobody in my life. And now um, the ones that weren't good for me have disappeared. And now all those people that I did know have all of a sudden come into my life. So, and that's why I say, it's, you know, I'm a very, very strong advocate of like attracts like. Yeah. And so, um, and that's my evidence today. Right now, I've, you know, I've got people, people, people like you, and um, the clients that I have as well because I've attracted them. I mean, Rebecca's an amazing lady, and she's lovely. She's great, and 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 the list is just growing and growing and growing. But that's you know, it's because now the more I've switched off. Personally, the more now I'm no longer carrying any of that stuff, and now obviously I'm just having much more better relationships with people. Full stop, and, and that's actually available to anybody if they want it. Really, and that's the beauty of switching off your it. anger. You attract better relationships. So if, yeah. if you are attracting angry people, uh, and you are thinking, "Oh, everyone's angry, everyone's a bastard, everyone rips me off, everyone does this," yeah, then somewhere inside, it's you, part of me. It's who I am. But somewhere inside, you're running that energy. Yeah. And you're running either anger because you suppressed it or you're angry on the outside or something is running in you to attract these people to you. And that can be changed. By switching off the response in you, it will change the people around yeah. you. And we're not switching off the anger. That's, this is the thing that we need you to understand. It's not the anger that we're switching off. It's the learnings that that drive the anger. So the anger is the response of something else and we find what it is that's causing you the find anger. find what's underneath it, which is either guilt, shame, yeah, and a lone response, yeah, or a belief, or a learning or about a learning, people. Yeah. You might have a learning that, that all people are bastards. Richard, brilliant. Or, Go on, Karen. I was going to say, because yeah, no. this goes on to the thing that I was talking to you about why I had it. Yeah. Go on, tell them. Yeah, because for me, um, through my own... Uh, through my own upbringing and through my own circum- personal circumstances and the fact that because I was always being I felt I was always being attacked all the time as far as I can remember back if you look through my whole which we worked on all the stuff through my childhood or through my school after school yeah. I was being attacked think people were attacking me and taking my things away and I never knew why never knew why but what I come to realize was that um that over a period of time, I used anger as a defence mechanism. Right. So to prevent people attacking me, I would always be angry. 
Because if I was angry, it would prevent people or scare people or make people wary to not attack me because they were frightened of how I'd react or what potentially I could do. So whether or not it was a fake persona, absolutely, 100%. But the problem was is that because I was running that energy, I was attracting more of it. So the thing that I was trying to use to prevent it was actually actually attracting attracting more more and more and more of it. And then because I had that as a belief, I'd end up acting more angry. And more angry because I think, well, this ain't working. People will need people to attack so me. Get angrier. So I get angrier. Brilliant. So yeah, I'll scare everybody and everyone will leave me alone. I just want to be left alone. And did they leave you alone? Um, no. No, no, no. No, it, no, it didn't. And it just got to the point, obviously, you know, several years ago where I just realized, like I said on, in, on Monday, everything I'd learned, everything I'd come, everything I'd learned, every, everything I thought I needed to be, how to act, how to show up. What, yeah. how to act in a relationship, how to act in business, how to be as a person, I've come to realise that absolutely none of it worked. Yeah. And that's why my life wasn't working, because that was what was driving it. Now, when I had that realisation and I was able to press go, right, that's it, stop, stop, life stop, stop the button. Just press the stop button. So yeah. I pressed the emergency stop button. Yeah. That was in 2016, after my other half took my boy to Ireland. Yeah. That's when I said, right, this is this not working. Whoever, it, whoever I am, whatever, nothing's working on on any level. And that's when I had the realisation that was, hang on a minute, this isn't about my ex-business partner, this isn't about my ex-relationships, this isn't about my ex's mum hating me, this isn't about the boy, this is about me. Yeah. Because I'm present in every single situation, it has to be about me. Yes. When I got that realisation, as much as I didn't like it, that's when my, I then started doing the work and looking to find out how to change me. Yeah. That was the that was the catalyst because in less than three and a half years I've gone from that to wanting to end my life to now. But yeah. it's key because it fundamentally was all caused by anger. Yeah. All of it was all, for me everything was anger. And that's what was causing all of my problems. But now I've switched all of that anger off mm. and my life's working on a different I mean level. a different level. So yeah. I just wanted to just say that because I did use it as a defence mechanism. It was a defence yeah. mechanism to prevent myself getting hurt. Yeah. See now, I've not I've not heard of that as a coping strategy before. I, I I've I've cleared it in different ways, but I've not heard that as a strategy before. Yeah. But it is very relevant what you said. I've always learnt that whenever you have the problem, whenever you have a, whenever you have a problem, you are the one who's always there. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that statement's always been in my head. So whenever you're having a problem with someone, you're the common denominator. Whoever's listening to this, so you may say that that twenty people are getting angry at you. But they might be 20 different people. You are the common denominator. You're always in that scenario. And when I learned that, I, I, when I understood that and I really got that, you that whenever I had a problem, whenever I had a problem, I was the one who was always there. I was a common denominator. Then it sort of fell into place. But I didn't, I didn't have the way to switch it off until I found DTO. And I got to that point where I also learned, right, everything I'm doing is not working. Yes. I, got, I had that same realisation before I did Reboot. Nothing I'm doing is working Nothing I know is working. Nothing I've been taught is working. So I need to do something different. And then that, when I surrendered to that, that's when I came up with DTO. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until I surrendered to that moment. And at that point, I was resisting a lot. I was resisting letting go of, of what I thought I'd learned. Because it was your identity. Because it was my identity. Yeah. Especially some of the therapies I'd learned. Because they're all great therapies. And don't misunderstand me, I've learned some very cool things. Yeah. And they still are very cool. But it wasn't about them being cool or not. It's about whether they were working for me. It, and what I say to people is it's not about whether the thing works. It's about whether it works for you. It will work for some people. Everything will work on some level. And what I've done over the years is I've I've learned and understood why things work, how they work, and why they're not working. Why they're not working, yeah. And I need to do that for my own business, but a lot of people don't really understand that so that's where they get stuck so they can't understand why nutrition works for one person but not someone else they can't understand why acupuncture works for one person but not someone or, else or just talk therapy or just talk therapy works for some people not, yeah. or talk therapy works in one way because it helps you get over your, your yeah drugs. got me over in my it, drug addiction a few yeah. weeks ago but it didn't help the rest of it no uh, and actually and it actually <laughs> in some ways it sort of made it worse because all I kept doing was going back and talking about the things that were making me feel so bad yes and I'd come out of there feeling so, so bloody bad. bad that's right uh, and but in one way it did help you realize something and it flipped the switch in your brain and you realize you don't need the drugs anymore yes i mean that was that was in six weeks yeah i mean uh, to to, and not only did i that realization that of doing of the the the, the drugs i mean i was in a bad place and i know why i was doing it so i just couldn't i couldn't i couldn't 
I didn't want to be me. I hated me so much that when I was me without it, I, I was I was ripping up inside. So it would be drinking, it would be drugs, it was gambling, anything to get a sort of a hit to of excitement to get me away from me. Yeah. But in, and that was and that was something that had been going on most of my life and. Um, was it? Yeah, most of my life. And I'd also got to say that it, I got rid of it in six weeks. Which is incredible. Inc- from a talk therapy, that's amazing. From a talk therapy, yeah. Yeah. But then all the other stuff, it didn't work. No. And, and that's, the, that's the thing. I, I always wanted to know why something works, why it's not working. Because I would get people come to me with, for those who don't know, I started off, you know, healing just chronic pain. And I get people come, 20 people come to me with sciatic pain. And 18 times I'd get it better doing it one way. And the next two times, that wouldn't work. And I want to know why. I'm not dismissive and go, oh, well, they just don't want to heal, or oh, it's just one of those things. I would always want to know why. So I spent a long time learning why things work and don't work, or trying to understand it. But I could never understand why I couldn't quite heal myself, or couldn't, what's the root of my problems? And everything I would taught was actually not working for me. So we're not putting things down. If it's worked for you, that's brilliant. When we say work, we mean the problem no longer exists. Yeah. I want to clarify You're completely that. healed from it. Yeah, so if we're talking about anger. Yeah. So if what you've done has actually worked, you don't, you're not an angry person anymore. <laughs> we're not, yeah. You're not maintaining it or controlling it. You're not counting to five when you feel angry. You're not imagining sheep. Getting yeah, really, mind. really angry. They're not acting out on it and going, well, yeah. no, I've dealt with that. I've yeah. dealt with my anger yeah. issue. You're not suppressing it. You, you're actually just not an angry person anymore. So when we talk about something that works, we mean the problem goes and it doesn't come back again. That's what working for you should mean. But these days, everyone thinks that coping with it is working for you. But if what you have done has worked and it's completely resolved the issue, that is fantastic. We're saying, what do you do when it hasn't worked? And that's when everything I tried, you know, all the techniques I'd learned wasn't completely working. I had to find something else because I was angry. I was still running fears and insecurities. And Well, I think if you look at prison... How many people are probably in prison because in that one moment they lost their, they lost their they temper, got angry, they got angry, reacted to it, and yeah. then and it's probably not in there, not who they are. Yeah. And I really, oh Derek, yeah. I can't believe really? it. I've never, I've, he's never been angry. He's never been like that. I've never knew him to be angry. Really? But the thing is, with the trigger that causes you to act out, and then all of a sudden your life is your life is over. You know, yeah, well, your life well is no, over. your life has changed dramatically, and that's well, the it's thing. Right, over, isn't it? Having your freedom, losing your freedom, your freedom, and that that's the thing. When you get angry, if you're not if 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 it if it's a a rare occurrence, but I you would, just spike. I would say that if the anger in, it becomes more increased than the ability to control it. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So if you've got a control threshold that's X, and your anger response is X plus one, you're in trouble. Yeah, it's when it tips over that it scale, tips, over, it tips over that balance, yeah. and that anger goes outside yeah. of your awareness, yeah. and you can't bring yourself back. Yeah. That's when it affects your whole world. Absolutely. It alters your personality, it alters your relationships because people are scared of you and can ultimately result in something as severe as prison. Yeah. Or, or, hurting, do, or, or hurting somebody. Yeah, yeah. And, and I actually had a guy come to me once and, and, and bless him, uh, you know, he, he developed a brain tumour and uh, he realised that... Uh, in the last few months of his life that what he'd done was wrong and he, he, he'd hurt a lot of people and he was a very angry person and we know where the anger came from and we did start switching some things off because he wanted to heal and get better um, tragically he did he did pass away from that uh, a couple of years ago but in, in that moment when he became ill he realised what he'd done he realised that that actually he was a very angry person and, uh, and it, it wasn't the way he behaved he was not happy with that and a lot of people, they don't realise it sometimes, it's too late, that actually they don't like the way they're behaving. They think that's who they are, nothing can change it, but actually they don't like how they feel. Uh, even people who are angry constantly, they don't really like how they feel. Well, I think uh, anybody that's... has got used to it. I think anybody that experiences negative feelings or emotions don't like it. No. Uh, they, 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 they stick, they, they, they just do it because I think, A, because I don't think they know that it can be changed yep. or B, they haven't got the motivation to be changed no. and then all of a sudden they'll go for their life 20, 30, 40 years being miserable, angry or whatever it would be and then all of a sudden they'll get a realisation that actually, you know, that's my life over. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I've been miserable the whole thing and I've got one crack at life and I've just been angry and miserable. Yeah, well done. That's, that, was a, yeah. that was a smart choice and, and then ultimately they then want to try and make amends or try and remove it but by that time you know, the the biggest chunk of your good years of the the fuck the great years of your life where you can have fun and have great relationships and go and do places you've you've missed out on because of the negative programs that are running in the background that stop you from from living life and and it's a great shame. Um, but what 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 we do that can be stopped 
you know, as young as 14, 15, 16 upwards, or even younger. Yeah, yeah. and one of the other one of the other blocks that is more subtle that many people are not aware of is that when you are running a negative response like anger or something like that, um, actually feeling happy can have a negative response on you. So I've actually switched off some feelings for people. They felt happier, and as soon as they felt happy, that feeling happy triggered them to go back to feeling negative again because they weren't used to it. So it felt uncomfortable to feel happy. And, That's uh, a really sad state of affairs, and, isn't and it? And that is you quite know? sad, and that, that is a problem. And it's just another trigger. You can switch it off, but those are the complex people. Yeah. Those are people where you actually switch, have to switch off the positive feeling. Uh, you know, someone that I know, we switched off a load of things for her, and then something happened and triggered her back, and she perceives now that the, the happy feeling was the thing that created it, um, that, that being happy is dangerous and it creates more bad things. So she's, she's staying stuck and being miserable. She doesn't realise she's still creating more miserable things and the happy feeling was not what created it. Uh, but she's now got that belief in her brain. Well, if you think so about... So she's now running away from being happy. Yeah, if you think about the lady at the event when she said, you know, if you've got 50% for everything good that happens, 50% bad that happens. That's right, So yeah. if you're going to have... If, you've, if, if happiness is going to be your good, you'll go, oh, hang on a minute. Yeah. I don't want that because if I'm being happy, then I know that the other thing is going to go bad. So right. you then suppress it or not be happy. And that, yeah. that's now a problem. And then what happens in the unconscious mind? The unconscious mind would prefer to be miserable all the time than be happy 50% of the time and then have it go backwards. Yes. yes and the unconscious doesn't like that. So that's a really complex person. But it can all be switched off. It's not real, it's a belief it's, in yeah, your it's brain. Just belief, yeah. It's just something that you've learned and believed. And it's not actually real. But yes, you can sabotage your own happiness because you're so used to being miserable yeah. or angry in Sa- this particular case. Sounds like someone so, very close to me. <laughs> yeah. I know a few people like that. Hello, I'm very close to you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who is that? Um, uh, so, so what we're trying to say is that you know you don't have to be an angry person. And if you are and you keep attracting angry people or negative situations, you don't know why. It's because you are running something. Yeah. And the reason we're telling you this is because some people out there who are listening do not want to feel that way. There are some people out there who listen to this who don't actually want to be angry. They just don't know it can be changed. So we're trying to help you see that it can be changed. And, and a, we do change it on a daily basis. And a lot of people think it's okay to be angry. Yeah. And it's and, not really. And, no, no, it is okay in the moment. No, well, no, no, not, but not, but not two days, three, four, yeah, four no, weeks, a, a year not, later. Not as a, not as a paradigm. Oh, as no, a, not, a, a no, not as a person. Yeah. It's okay to get angry Be grumpy moment. and miserable and angry all the time. Well, that's all right. That's who I am. No, no that's, I don't no, think that Well, works. that's not healthy for the person Which experiencing it. Going on to healthy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we've got about nine, nine minutes, I suppose. Eight minutes. Or eight so. minutes, yeah. Yeah, so, so I just wanted to do this. I'm quite angry about the fact that I got that time wrong. You should have got that right. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. It's just not working, is it, Karen? Yeah, um... Yes, so no, no, no. I was just wondering how to frame the question. So you deal with a lot of people with pain. Yes, and I would, I would imagine, not having not dealt with the pain issues in in a period of time that you have, but I would obviously suggest that the running the anger. What effect does that have on an individual's organs, their body, or their general health? Does it have a Does it have an immediate impact? Can it cause problems? Uh, so, uh, if you really think about it, whenever we do get angry, what happens? Our shoulders go up. As soon as we get angry, our body tenses, it tightens, and when it tightens, it's actually it's actually compressing inwards. So you're actually kind of compressing the body in. It's not ex- it's not expanding outwards. Right. It's it's kind of shrinking in. And of course, when we compress our body, that's when we compress all the organs, the muscles. They get tighter, and so the anger actually has a massive effect on our bodies. Um, and now, from a Chinese perspective. Uh, not that I'm an expert in Chinese medicine. Again, I'm not. Uh, Unfortunately, you're an expert in China, you say. Yeah, I'm an expert in China. Well, I'm not an expert. I'm an expert in sweet and sour, uh, okay. uh, but not the whole Chinese range. I never known uh, a man to go. I've never known a man go to a, an, a Chinese buffet and have four plates of the same stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm a creature of habit, and I like me sweet <laughs> and sour. What can I say? It's it's all right. Anyway. Um, if I have anything else, it makes me angry. Um, no, I'm joking. It doesn't know. That's just. Um, but um, but when we. From a Chinese perspective, anger hits the liver. Um, if there's any Chinese medicine people in, and I've not got that quite right, and it affects other areas, I'm just generalising, okay? Uh, but anger affects the liver from a Chinese perspective. Uh, frustration, bitterness, things like that. Oh, those are all angry-type responses. Hatred. Uh, and so when that happens, it the liver controls a lot of different functions. And, but it also affects neck and shoulder pain. Um, and some people can store anger in the liver and it can create neck and shoulder pain from a Chinese perspective. Um, 
But anger can kind of exist everywhere. When I look at pain, I don't really look for the emotional response. I look for the biological response. Because, the you know, if, if someone comes with a shoulder pain, I go, what are you angry about? They could be angry about a million things, but not the million things will be causing the pain. Um, so, but the emotional response is in there somewhere, and it does make us tight, makes us tense. Same as fear, the same thing, contracts us. But the anger is just contracting us. Uh, and even though it might make us come out fighting, we're contracted with it. We're not expansive with it. So it has a massive, massive impact on the organs because it contracts the organs as well, and then they squash. So when if you think of your lungs squash, you can't breathe properly. If your digestive system squashes, you can't digest things properly, and so the food gets stuck and clogged, and you end up feeling with heartburn and things like that because your body cannot allow things to digest. So then what we all do is we then try nutrition. Yeah. We then alter our diet to allow our body to digest. But unfortunately, the anger is compressing our digestive system. So that's actually not, it's not the nutrition that's the problem. Yeah. It's the anger that's squashing our body and keeping it contracted that squashes the nutri- the, the digestive system and now the food can't go through. Um, and uh, ulcerative colitis is actually an angry, indigestible conflict. It's something you cannot digest that made you angry. Um, and any, any kind of bleeding from the body it also is anger it being expressed. So uh, uh, one of our that's friends... That's why you get nosebleeds then, probably as a that's kid. That's why you get nosebleeds. Nose well, rife with them, rife with them as a child, from the age of about seven upwards yeah. to about 15, and I had nosebleeds all the time. Yeah, and were you an angry child? Me? <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. 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 I would say so, exactly. yeah, considering what I went through, yeah. And, and so I was about to say, one of our mutual friends used to have nosebleeds, used to get told off for having nosebleeds, yeah. and he was just very angry as a child. Yeah. Uh, so if there's any kind of bleeding going on, then then that is a sign that there's anger somewhere in your system. And by switching that off, you can just switch off I the, think the bleeding. The one thing I did learn, uh, which was um, that be you, we had a conversation some time ago and we talked about how it affects a bronchi when you're getting angry. Yeah. And I, every time I was ill, I'd go and get a chest infection yeah. or I'd get chest pains. Everything went to my chest all the time. Yeah. Now that makes sense. Now you yep. said, oh, because now one one makes two, and now I know why I used to get it. Know why. And it was quite funny because I was uh, I was looking for a venue for us to do a talk, and I went into a local place, and there was a lady working behind the bar there, and uh, one of the waitresses come out and uh, was chatting away, and she said, oh, and she started coughing. She goes, oh my chest. She goes, oh, I said, she goes, I said, you all right, my dear, like that. And she said, oh no, I've caught that cold that's going about. I said, oh no, you didn't catch a cold. I said, you don't catch colds. I said, uh, so I really put it out there. Yeah. So I said to her, I said, brave of you. Uh, exactly. Brand new information, people. I, I can hear people's heads exploding right now. So I said to her, I said, uh, I said, she goes, oh, my chest is all gone at me chest. I said, all right. I said, so when did, uh, so three or four days ago, did you get really angry with someone? She just looked at me and went, yeah, I did. I said, that's why you've got it. Yeah. I said, it's because you got really angry with someone three or four days ago and it's hit your chest. And she just yeah. went, that's amazing. How did you know that? <laughs> exactly. That's right. When you say no, it to people, they don't. They just couldn't so, believe it. So, so um, uh, if you get chest infections bronchitis, things like that, it, it's, uh, it, it hits a part of your brain where the bronchi exists in your brain and it's it's an angry territory issue. It's something in your territory that's made you angry yeah. and it hits your chest, it hits your bronchi. And then what you do is when you feel better, when you're not when you're angry, when you're angry, you're in a stress state. So anger is a stress state. It's a fight and flight state. You're yeah. coming out fighting. But a few days later, if it was a severe anger, like really angry, and a few days later or a few weeks... Once you start to let it go, you can then get a chest infection. Yeah. Um, When it goes into repair. When it goes into repair. Yeah. Uh, And that's often what happens. Uh, One of my clients uh, had bronchitis for a year before he came to see me, and nothing got rid of it. Not traditional medicine, nothing. And although he was uh, sceptical, he's a very logical bloke, he was open because he'd been recommended to me. And we got rid of his bronchitis that would now become chronic because even the highest level of medicine wasn't touching it. And basically it came down to his business partner who he, he was sort of moving away from, but he had this angry conflict with his territory. Yes, and I can confirm that because I've just realised who you're talking about. There you go, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, he did, didn't he? Uh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. okay. And, um, and what was even more remarkable, he didn't believe me, but after about, um, I think we resolved that Didn't he get re-triggered? Because we met for a coffee and we see him around Christmas well, that's time, what I was about to say. Yeah. So we think we resolved that issue in about two and a half months. It was a big issue because it had been there a year. And um, and there was still a kind of environmental part left. And, and 
we went on to work on other things and he, you know he realized the power of this and we we went on to work on other things and just after christmas this year we were sitting down you and i think you yeah, and i was with sitting, you it was, was me, me and you was yeah. having a, we were having and a coffee this guy came up to us and said oh my god you won't believe what happened last week this was just after christmas i was sitting down i was outside and i felt the bronchitis come back a bit and hadn't had it for ages and my first response was oh it's because it's cold and then he went oh i realized and he was actually sitting down with the business partner, yeah. the ex-business partner, having a coffee with him and hadn't seen him for ages. And because of that, it had re-triggered something triggered it. slightly in his system. Yeah. And uh, and there is there was a slight environmental issue left. Yeah. Um, but it re-triggered his system. And he, and he suddenly went, oh, crap, that's what it was. Yeah. But his first response was to go to the, the weather because we're taught the weather causes colds and flus. Now, I get that what we've just said is brand new information, your heads are exploding, but let me just clarify this by saying I have treated loads of colds and flus, viruses and infections in my 20 years of doing being a therapist and learning this and I've switched off everything from the common cold to bladder infections to bronchitis you done to me, chicken pox. You, you did me about three, four months ago. Can you rephrase that? Um, yeah, you, cle- you, you cle- oh, right, cleared right. my... You cleared my... I was in a really bad way with a... Uh, do you remember I had a really bad chest? Yep. Really bad chest. That's and right, I was, yeah. I'd, I'd gone into... And uh, you asked, asked me some questions and did it. And I think within about two days, I think... I think it'd gone, yeah. It'd gone. Yeah, that's right. Literally gone in two days. Yeah. And, and that, that's the thing. I didn't yeah. go to doctors or anything. Just phoned you. That's just phone, Yeah, I just phoned you. Well, it's actually quicker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, it's actually quicker. You can go to a doctor and take medication for three weeks, if you like, yeah. and put stuff in your body, and maybe it will work, maybe it didn't. In case of this guy with bronchitis, it didn't work. Yeah. He tried the... The, the strong, the strength, the maximum strength, nothing works. Yeah. And if it works, that's great. That's not what we're saying. But I have treated literally everything um, from viruses, infections, bladder infections, water infections. Yeah. Uh, one of my, my friends and clients the other day uh, used the DTO system to switch off her, her urinary infection. Uh, she does suffer with them. And she's recognising what the root cause is now rather than going to medication. And she's learned a bit of basic DTO. She asked me what the conflict was, went away and cleared it herself. Um, but you can literally clear anything from colds and flus, uh, chest infections, bronchitis, and uh, even I uh, cleared chicken pox yeah. for the lady you met the other night at the, uh, at the, the event. At the event, yes. The event. She yes. even told me she that told she got rid of three days or something. Uh, yeah, two days we got rid of chicken pox. Yeah. Uh, and because she was due to fly to Washington and she needed to be out there and the doctor had grounded her. That was diagnosed by a doctor, chicken pox, and then she went back to the doctor and he said, you're clear to travel now. Yeah. I have no idea what he thought about whether that was possible <laughs> or not. It must have freaked him out. Because two I days I bet he was before, looking around to see if Jeremy V was going out yeah, yeah, yeah. like cameras and going, Dr. Doctor C, you've been right, yeah, exactly. they'll come in. And go. He must have been in shock because one, you know, two days early she had spots all over her face and she had yeah. camomile lotion all over, yeah. and the next minute she's it's gone. Yeah. Um, but actually, colds and flus infections are very simple. But a chest infection, a bronchitis, is caused by anger. It's an it's an anger in your territory, yeah. and it often happens to men. It can happen to women, um, but it's an anger. Women tend to get throat problems more than chest problems. Uh, but if a woman women do get chest problems, they have more of a masculine energy. If they get in throat problems, they're more in their feminine. Um, and uh, uh, but the chest is actually anger, and it's an anger within your territory. In case you don't know what territory means, it means that uh, it means anything you perceive as your space. That could be your body, that could be your home, it could be your work, it could be your partner, it could be your children, it could be your club, it could be your club. Yeah, your, your club, your golf club, your sports club, whatever it is. Your territory—it's—it's it's what you perceive as yours, and if it makes you angry, it can hit your bronchi and, and cause you a chest infection. So if you think you own the world, you've got problems. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you're going to constantly have constantly, constantly having chest infections. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, uh, I think well, look, we're, an, we're an hour up, so we're I think we're we'll leaving now. Yeah, I think we've covered. Co- I think we've covered a lot of it, and it's been a good podcast. Been really, I've enjoyed this one today. Um, so um, let's wrap up for today. So um, if you want to find out a little bit more about the inside out effect uh, please go to our website uh, the inside hyphen out effect.co.uk on there you will see our current events how you can get in touch with jonathan or myself and any other dto trained specialists in if you're looking for uh 
for your anger to be resolved or any other issue that we've covered, whether it's depression, anxiety, or, or uh, PTSD, or any forms of trauma, or if you're just generally stuck and you can't move forward in life. Uh, and also as well, um, if you're a business specifically, um, that um, obviously if you want us to come in and work with your staff so you've got a happier, more uh, efficient, profitable workplace and you're no longer having people off, having time off, then uh please go to our website there. Um, also, uh, you can contact us uh, directly on the Inside Out Effect email, but there's also the Inside Out Effect at gmail.com. So if anybody wants to contact us through that, there's also our Facebook group as well, yep. um, which is uh, facebook.com uh, Inside Out Effect. Cool. Uh, we're constantly putting on new content there regularly. We upload all of the podcasts and we interact with people. Uh, and, and you can ask us questions and stuff there as well. So, yep. um, so I think that's probably all the ways. There's other ways, but I'm not going to go through There's all loads of them. ways to contact us, but we're out there somewhere. Just just, <laughs> just find us. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't if you're if you on YouTube. And, uh, <laughs> well, we're, our podcast is on iTunes and Stitcher as well. Yeah, so I don't know if you mentioned that. So if you want to listen to us on, on iTunes and Stitcher, we're on now. And uh, we're great for any any feedback and comments. We'd love to hear from you if you have questions. That'd be fantastic. And again, as Steve said, please share it with as many people as possible because me and Steve, we're trying to change the perception. We're trying to change a perception of the world that unfortunately is false and not working right now. And But it's a massive perception that people have. And the only way to to help is to change that perception so we want as many people to listen to this as possible yeah, it's like getting so re-educated and stop the suffering there's so much unnecessary yeah. pain hurt depression anxiety trauma negative feelings anger this whole world this whole negative fear negative 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 it doesn't need to be like that no and I know just, that we just want to end suffering that's all we yeah. want to stop you suffering that's why we're doing people this people be in happier relationships their children will be brought up in better environments people will be a lot happier at work they won't be blaming their boss they'll just be generally living happier healthy lives in every area yeah. if everyone was living like that imagine how great this world would be yeah that 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 would be that would be amazing if people were just happier in themselves and liked who they are um and uh and less angry and less frightened fear is another bit i think we should do fear next time that okay well really i was gonna podcast. make a suggestion oh you're gonna make a suggestion what are you yeah. gonna suggest adhd oh okay okay because i then was banging on about it on monday night oh right, okay and right. we haven't done that we can no we haven't done that would you be. like to do that, or would you want to do want to do fear? Uh, would, oh, I'm not sure actually. We'll discuss that one. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll think. We might do both. We'll, at some, we'll do both. We'll do one. Have you got fear one. about doing ADHD? Um, no, ADHD is not my speciality. Oh, so I'm okay. not. I'm not. I'm not working on ADHD. Joke. Did I've got, did I miss a joke? Oh, Sorry, I'm not really with it today. Slow on the uptake, I'm not with it today, am I? So yeah. I'm not really. Um, no. Okay, well let's, let's do fear then. Yeah, let's, let's do, do fear. Let's do yeah, fear because be you know I've worked a lot of fear. I've had fear. We've all had fear. Yeah. And well, it's uh, a paradigm behavioural as well. As everyone does it. And there is a lot of fear at the moment in this world, and I really want to cover this fear thing because uh, fear is very rife at the moment. Oh, your friend with lots. Of, yeah, yeah. With lots of things, and I I just want to dispel this fear myth. Uh, I've been there. I've been frightened of things, and when I switched it off, I wasn't frightened anymore. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to go into what I know about fear as well, and the whole uh, programming, the social programming. Right. I mean, yeah, there's so much I can talk to you about that because I spent years learning about. Yeah, it. you've got a lot of knowledge about that. Yeah, that, I have that a, lot, a lot of, of knowledge. Don't know. Yeah, uh, and I have an understanding with a DTO system about fear and how it weakens the body and makes us just feel weaker and weaker. So I think fear will be a really big one to cover because there's so much fear in the world with everything that's going on. Uh, and I just want to Well, is that. it going on though, or is it just a fear based projection? Well, oh, oh, there you there go. We go we're, we're up an hour. Don't get too deep. I know, so I'll save go it for deep the, on the next one. I'll save it for the deep, next podcast. Go deeper yeah, next time. Exactly. Right, okay, great. So um, that's so that's us for this week on the Inside Out Effect podcast. Thank you, listeners, and thanks for joining us and listening to two old boys uh, or middle aged oh, men. Excuse me, you two, speak for yourself. Two young, vibrant, super, I'm young and glittery. I'm superstars <laughs> on the world of the internet no so thanks <laughs> no thanks a lot for listening to us uh, we really appreciate your time and listening to us and so um, so that's probably it for me today well not probably is it for is it, it for them hello so over to you Jonathan start again <laughs> thanks for listening folks Stephen's going to shut up now because he's clearly lost the plot uh, and I'm going to say goodbye <laughs> have a lovely week uh, I'm actually away next week so there won't be one for two weeks um, but we look forward to coming back real soon uh, until next time stay healthy stay happy keep smiling and we'll be back with you very soon yes we'll see you next week and thanks again for joining us and uh, we look forward to speak, seeing you speaking to you and communicating with you in the next episode goodbye <laughs>